All right, and welcome to Hattrick Sports Talk. Another week, another another excuse me, Sunday post show, week fourteen. Uh, Sunday post show. I've been doing this for fourteen weeks. Pretty wild. Again, it's crazy that we're close to the playoffs. I'm here as always, uh, joined by my co-host Shane and Brandon. How are you guys doing today? Did you almost say another year? What? You intro- Did you almost say another year when you were introducing it? <laughs> Probably not. I mean, it is an- nearly another year done. It is another year it done. Is. It's another year of shows done, pretty much. Well, technically, yeah. Anyways, yeah. No, I'm I'm hanging. Uh, you know, it's uh, another another wild day of games. <laughs> yeah. As has been the case this year, but you know, it keeps it interesting, right? Yep. Brandon, how about you? Yeah, um, some very interesting games, some very interesting results. Um, I no longer feel so terrible about the Seahawks losing to uh, the Giants after the Saints hmm. lost to the Eagles, who are worse than the Giants, in my opinion. I have a claim about both the Eagles and the Seahawks in a little bit. But we'll, we'll get to that in a second. First, let's start with Sunday Night Football, as we always do. The Bills, do you both believe that the Bills have cemented, have cemented themselves as the number two team in the AFC after tonight? I, I would say so. Um, you know, because they, at least recently, they've just been a lot more consistent than any of the other possible number two teams. Um the I think if you look at uh, you know like Tennessee for instance uh, I think they have a lot more uh, I, I think they have a higher ceiling than Buffalo but you know Buffalo at the end of the day I feel like they're just you kind of know what you're going to get with them whereas Tennessee it's like they're sort of a wild card you know so I like him for that reason. Um, I think, yeah, Tennessee would probably be the third team for me, and then fourth, either Cleveland or Indy. It kind of depends. Or Miami, maybe. I don't know. They look pretty good today, despite the fact that they lost. But, uh, you know, it's the Chiefs, so... <laughs> Yeah, but uh, yeah, no, I do like the Bills though. Um, they've, you know, they it was they were a little murky, kind of like weeks five to eight ish. But uh, I think they've kind of pulled themselves out of the out of the wreckage now, and I think they're they're uh, doing doing well now. So yeah. Uh, Brandon, your thoughts on on the Bills? Do you think they're the, the number one, uh, the number two team in the AFC? Excuse me. You know. I do, but I also feel like the Steelers team is just shutting down and deteriorating. Um, They're not doing anything that they were able to do earlier in the season, and I I also think it's just an example of, like, a team that didn't really play anybody good and barely got away with it. Um, I think the Bills are a good team. I mean, don't get me wrong. Um, I would probably put them probably my, yeah, I guess I'd have to put them in the, in the, in the third, in the second seed because 
The Steelers certainly ain't my second seed, so. Am, am I even okay to say this? Now, this might be going a little bit too far, but the Bills are probably better than any of the NFC teams right now. No, that's going too far. I don't I, – I guess this is me trying to make sense of the NFC again because I just don't – I just don't understand <laughs> well, it. Well, here's what it is. The NFC is competitive. That's what it is. And but that's it's not, not as good as the AFC, uh, at least not, from the top no, level down. No, no, no. Well, I think it's like – I think it's becoming clear, at least to me, that it's like the Chiefs and then – Everybody else. Yeah. Yeah. AFC and NFC. Not even that the Chiefs are really that – Amazing. Good. I mean, they are. They're. I mean, the team, Chiefs. Obviously. The Chiefs were staggered today by the Dolphins. Like, <clears throat> yeah. I truly I mean, believe the Dolphins deserve to beat the Chiefs today. Like, they like. It looked like they were going to for a while. I've never seen Patrick Mahomes play that shitty in the beginning of a game. Well, other than every other time he plays at Rock Hard Stadium, as he, or yeah, as uh, in 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 Hard Rock, I should say. Yeah. Um. So it's kind of his kryptonite, but we kind of saw. I mean, Brandon, you you spoke about this on Friday. We we kind of saw something there with the Dolphins' defense against the Chiefs, and and you mentioned this. Um. You know, when we when we did the the first game of the season with the Chiefs and the Texans, you mentioned that you thought the Chiefs were actually going to slow down a little bit offensively, and they have. They're not necessarily entirely the same. They're kind of the crazy Chiefs team sort of in spurts, and that's probably better throughout a playoff run than what they did last year. Wouldn't you agree? Yeah, I would. But I, And it was interesting because Tony Romo today on the Chiefs-Dolphins uh, telecast, he said that he thought that this was a better Chiefs team than the one last year. I would disagree with that. Um, I, he said he thinks this is a more well-rounded team. I think that's a lie. I actually think this team's defense has gotten worse. Um, and their offense has gone down a bit. But, like, I don't know. They just – they're – They're better in the sense that everyone else in the NFL has around them has gotten worse. And they've kind of stayed level. Maybe they're down a couple pegs, but they are better clearly than any other team here. And and that's ultimately just what it is. I mean, my, my thing about the Chiefs is that is I we've already had. I mean, we've already had this conversation. But like, you know what? Good for the Chiefs. If they can win another one, great. Because they sure as hell ain't winning another one after this year. Because I give it a few more years. No, no, no. Here's the thing, Robert. They're not going to have the salary cap to, to afford players. My thought is it doesn't even matter. <laughs> it really does, though. Mahomes is so crazy with how he's Robert, playing. And Andy Reid, and then you get Clyde Edwards-Alaire for four here's seasons. The, here's the problem, Robert. I mean, nuts. Robert, they need – like, yes, they have lots of picks and they have lots of – but, like, we've seen – what happens to teams when they try and just run it back with one good with a couple good players? Right, but this team is different, in my opinion. They're ha- they have they have what is it? Five guys that are their their base, and the rest are pretty interchangeable as long as are- the receivers have speed. Here's as the- long as they have that, they're fine. Those guys are, are not going to get paid. Like they only have like th- th- they only have pay- they paid. Mahomes, big money. They basically gave him like half their cap space. Uh, right. 
And the they cap is going to They paid Chris Jones as well. They and Tyreek Hill and uh, and Tyreek Hill. Travis and Kelsey. Travis Kelsey. And Travis Kelsey. Okay, that's four players. And I think they paid uh and they I think they paid um Matthew as well. No, they didn't they paid they four pay players. Him. That means their defense is about to get absolutely cut and slaughtered. Their rest of their wide receiver threats are gonna be gone. They're running back except well, okay, if they have they have they're they gonna have Clyde. Be, and then they have Nicole Hardman as this well. Team, Robert, this team and I, I, I just, I see this team. It's not going to be tw- like twelve and one, twelve. It's going to no. Lose and I'm not saying that it will be that, but I see this team consistently getting ten wins and being competitive. Oh, I think I, I definitely see them being competitive. I see them being like, what you know where I see them. Be, I see them being like a Seahawks team where they like they're competitive, and they they get there. They are in the hunt. But they're like after this year, they're not gonna. Be, it's not gonna be like every year we're talking about them going to. Right, but but also I look at the AFC, and yes, the AFC is a lot better. But looking at how the AFC has performed historically speaking, they're gonna have regardless of how their roster looks, just because of how the AFC has operated in the past. I guess five years, the AFC is a lot easier than the NFC. I would actually, in general, historically, see, I would actually argue that that's not going to be the case in the future. Because mm-hmm. think about all the all the teams on the rise. You have the Buffalo. Bills. You have the Bills. You have the Dolphins. You have the Titans. You have the Browns. You have the Colts. Browns, Colts, Titans. I think the only three teams here that are probably staying there long-term are the Chiefs, the Bills, and the Dolphins, and probably the Ravens, and that's about it. And I don't the see Chargers. the Ravens staying long-term. And then I the don't. Chargers. Well, okay, that's fine. I'm not – that's fine because they're on the bottom of my list. And maybe the Chargers. Shane, what are your thoughts on how the AFC will look long-term here? I mean, I could – I could see Baltimore – coming back if they can get you know a good pass game going but until then <laughs> uh yeah no i i don't see i don't see pittsburgh being at this level where they're at for too long um tennessee is a complete guessing game because i feel like right now they're over-reliant on Derrick Henry, and I don't think that lasts very long, just because of how physical he is. And then, yeah, and then, you know, Browns, I think they'll continue to to rise now that they have Stefanski, now that they have um, an adult in the building. The Browns need to do one thing, though, if they want to be competitive moving forward. Yeah. What's that? Trade or Odell Beckham for a couple first-round no, picks. Or that, too. <laughs> and that's about it. That's all I they think, have to do. Because I, I mean, I think they're a better team without him. Which I agree because yeah. he's, you know, he's such a good player. But like, because without him, it feels like Baker doesn't. You know, feel like he has to throw to him. You know, he can just he can just sit back and do his thing. You know, he doesn't force feed him. Right, and that's that makes that team so much better offensively. Which led to turnovers and you know a bunch of other stuff. Anyways, um. Yeah, no, I, 
Do you think Baker is the future for them? Because I no, I don't. I like. I think he's fine, but I don't know if I want him for ten years. You know. I think Stefanski for how he's working with Baker right now, and let's keep this in mind that this group, offensively speaking, regard. But let's say they don't have Odell. It doesn't even matter. And probably Kareem Hunt's going to go too next year, I would imagine. Yeah. Other than those two, the rest of that core is pretty locked up. And and, and it's not, let's even look at how Baker's performed with guys that are young and up-and-comers. Richard Higgins, he's had amazing spurts. Donovan Peoples-Jones. What I love about the Browns' offense is not necessarily the the pieces that are already established, but the up and coming pieces, particularly at the receiving at the receiving core spot, is ridiculous. I think Baker's kind of elevated, like gotten them up to a level because of Stefanski. I think Stefanski's done a better coaching job with this team. Now, obviously, defensively, they're not good at all, but offensively speaking, I think Stefanski's got Baker on the right track I, where I could see it going 10 years. I could. I, I don't see don't it's 100%. Think- but I think I it's 80%. I don't think Baker is all that amazing though. Like that's why I think it's 80. I don't I don't think he I think he's a franchise quarterback, but by the end of the decade, he's probably gonna be mid-tier. But it doesn't mean that he's not a franchise guy. Well, here's the problem with Baker. I don't think he can win the big games. Just Me just saying. Either. Well, I mean, he's not. We haven't really seen it, though. He's not very. Well, that's true. But he's not. I mean, he's not very because, like, he's not very athletic. His accuracy is hit or miss. I mean, I guess he's got a strong arm, but I would make an argument that his accuracy with Stefanski has gone ridiculously better. Just from it has gotten better from an eye test view. I mean, this is also saying this is also you also have to remember this is the same dude who like had to deal with what like four terrible coaches. Yeah, but Stefanski's going to be there for the decade. Like, he's not leaving them. I mean, you you, you assume that, like, he's not just going to, like, have had one good season and then... Well, no. I mean, all of this is assumptions anyway. But if I look at how the offense particularly is built around Baker and, and Stefanski and all that stuff, I, I just, I don't... Look... I don't see Baker being a top five quarterback over the next decade. No, that's not what I'm saying. But I don't see a definitive reason why they should move off of him in two years. You know who? what I think would help that team a lot and would like really make me change my opinion on the Browns? Hmm. I think they need to get themselves a solid... RB2 for that team. But they have an RB2. They do. No, not really. <laughs> Kareem Hunt? I mean, the running... The running opinion, game is top... Is literally number one in the NFL. Not really. Yeah, I, mean, I, I watched yeah. that game. Dude, I watched that team, and they get shut down a lot running the ball. Well, I mean, but yeah, but if you look at... Look, I mean, I guess this is counterintuitive to my last argument, but if you look at their ranks... They're top three in the league right now. Except running the football. Here's the problem. It's the same shit that happens with fucking 
Uh, you know, it happens with basketball. It's the same shit. I'm so done with rankings. People need to use their eyeballs for teams sometimes. Well, yeah, like, but you kind of have to use watch both. Watch teams play. Like, people give teams rankings and say they're so bad when it's like teams can outplay their rankings all the time. Like, I don't get it. Like, well, I, I'm using both. Like for 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 the Browns, I I talked about Baker in terms of an eye test view with his receivers, but with the running backs, it's fairly clear that that running back duo is the number one running back duo in the NFL. Yeah, I'd agree with that. There, there's no I running just, back duo better. I'm not gonna tr- like. Here's here's the thing. This organization has been such dog shit the last like decade. Oh, I can't believe you used that, dog. That's super. That, that, that I'm I'm not about to like be like. Oh my god, they're gonna be amazing now. Like Baker I'm not even amazing. saying that. Like, I'm, I'm saying they're mid-level AFC contenders the next Robert, decade. Robert, Robert, you literally today said that Baker Mayfield is amazing. I no, I said no, no, no. I said I was talking about no. I was talking about Jerome Baker. Yeah. Well, you should have been more specific. I was talking about Jerome Maker after he made that. Yes, should have been more specific. Damn it! I was talking about Jerome Baker, dude. I'm a Jerome Baker head. I love that man. Whatever. I was talking about Jerome Baker. I I I just don't trust the Browns. I'm not saying they're going to be incredible over the next decade, but at least they'll be competitive. Yeah, I think they'll be a you know a playoff contender. I mean, I'll I'll just say this: I think they're going to have a hard time with like the fact that this. See, it depends for, and again, it depends on like what happens with the Ravens, what happens with the Steelers. The one thing the Browns need, the one thing the Browns need to be a top two, top three AFC team over the next decade is simple. They need a secondary. Yeah. They need a viable, like, I cannot believe, like, they have, who do they have? They have Denzel Ward. God, they have one more guy they drafted this, I think, this year. They have a young secondary that should be a lot better. But once the secondary improves, this team is top three in the AFC. But the, the reality is I don't think they're going to get there. I just don't. I mean, it depends on how they draft, I think. You know? But they've already drafted good at the position. The, the guys uh, that they have just haven't yeah. performed. I don't know. Maybe you can get something out of Odell. Yeah. Potentially. At the end of the day, I, you know. I really just think that uh, Baker should uh, should stick to doing progressive commercials because because <laughs> um, you know but they're they're pretty funny between oh yeah no I mean like between him Mahomes and uh, Aaron Rodgers who do all their insurance commercials I think Baker is definitely the best as an actor I mean being an actor myself I just think that you know he he really uh, he really sells it you know Patrick Mahomes I mean I'm sorry I love the guy but he's He's not. I'm not buying it. Um, the only the, here's the thing: they only say like a few lines in those state <laughs> farm just, commercials. He just makes me angry with his ketchup, ketchup and his steak. I know. I mean, come on. You should get it's fined fun. for that. Yo, yo. He remember he said that he wanted turkey. That he's putting turkey or he's putting uh, ketchup on his turkey as well. Oh, that's just unbelievable. His poor, his poor future uh, daughter. Yeah. Um. All right. <laughs> let's move on from uh, this conversation to the NFC side. The Eagles. What did I say last week about the Eagles? You said they they're a better team with Jalen Hurts. That they have one word: energy with Jalen Hurts, yeah, and I'm, it uh, showed today. That guy's their franchise quarterback. It's time to move on from from Carson Wentz 
any way they can. He he okay. might be their franchise quarterback, but they're not gonna move on to him. And I'm not about to say like again. I'm not. I don't think it's. I don't think it's fair to like be like one game with the man and be like, oh my god, he's the second coming of Jesus. Like, well, no, <laughs> but but again, I think the primary issue with the Eagles over this whole Carson Wentz, Nick Foles, and now Jalen Hurts saga is that the rest of the 52 guys on that roster did not trust Carson Wentz. They trusted Nick Foles more, and let's be honest, they trust Jalen Hurts more. They just do. Okay, I'll I'll say this. I think he's definitely a better option for the time being. However, I'm – I'm hesitant to just say right now that he's the franchise guy because he's only played one game. It's fair. To be fair. But again. He was, I will say this though. It was against a very good Saints defense. So that works in his favor. But I want to see, you know, I want to see him the rest of the season. What happens? I'm not denying that this is a bold prediction. No, that's, no, yeah. And I'm not denying that I could be fully wrong about this. But also, here's another thing with Jalen that I really like. The way in, in how he's mobile, right, reminds me a lot of, like, Kyler Murray and, like, beginning of the season Kyler Murray where his mobility – kind of helps this offense move a lot more and flow, or I should say flow a lot better than Carson Wentz. That was very visible today. Yeah. And that alone for me is enough where I'm dumbed Carson Wentz as the Eagles quarterback. Now, what does that mean in terms of trading him? We've talked or trading Wentz. We've talked about this before. It seems very unlikely that a team will want that contract on their books. Somebody's dumb enough to take it. But I also think that if he leaves the Eagles, he has an opportunity. And we've talked about this before. I mentioned this before. He has an opportunity to have a Ryan Tannehill-like comeback with the right organization. Now, I don't know what that organization is, though. Cleveland, though. (laughs) Maybe uh, Maybe they trade Odell to Philly and get, and get, uh, get Carson Wentz. They do need better receivers there. That'd be interesting, actually. It would be. I think be I think they're fine with Baker, though. I really think they're fine with Baker. For now, I guess. But yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't. I don't know who would take him. I, like I don't. I mean, if you think about it, like the, the, there's not really a team that needs like, or at least as of right now, it all depends on free agency. I feel like the quarterback market in this free agency is going to be crazy yet again like it was last year. Shane, you're missing the point here. The point is not <laughs> if a team needs a quarterback. No, the I point, know. The point is, is a team willing to take on a quarterback with that salary when let's look at a team like Jacksonville who could be looking at Trevor Lawrence, um, Trey Lance, Justin Fields, that's a more viable option than Carson Wentz. Well, that's what I mean. That's what I was getting at because you you need to have a team that needs a quarterback in order for there to be somebody that would do that or, you know, take that money or whatever with the trade. So, 
yeah. I don't, uh, I can't think of anyone who would, honestly. I mean, like I said, somebody's probably dumb enough to do it because, well, you know, because, <laughs> so, I don't know, we'll see. But I, yeah, I, I have no idea what's going to happen with that, but it's anyone's guess at this point. Uh, Brandon, your thoughts on Jalen Hurd's first start. Now, obviously, I made a bold prediction, but uh, what are your thoughts, uh, re- at least rest of season, for, for Hurts? I mean, they're not going to make it into the playoffs, so he doesn't have much time left. Um, doesn't have anything to lose either, really. I mean, he, that's the thing. He's right like, now. He's playing like a band with nothing to lose, and you kind of have to wonder what happens next season if he's a starting quarterback and whether he's able to, when he's playing with, well, quite literally everything to lose, um, hmm. what happens. But um, I don't know. It, like, he played well, but I kind of enjoy and missed watching the train wreck that was Carson once. <laughs> not gonna lie. I'm glad you know, we're I think not it, seeing it. I think this says a lot about Lincoln Riley as well, to be completely honest. Considering how we've had now three quarterbacks coming out of the draft none of which I thought would be anything in the NFL or anything good. And um, they've all, even if they're not amazing, they've all been pretty good. Starter I, quality. Yeah. And I, I don't think that's a coincidence. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, yeah. But anyways. So next week, we have a game that probably should have been Sunday night football. Uh, thank you, NBC, for flexing the Browns and the Giants. What a wonderful matchup. Is that the Sunday game next week? Yeah, they flexed it out because of the, Nin- the Niners game was supposed to be in there. Oh, my gosh. All right. Um, actually, are we getting that next week? I thought we were getting it. Never mind. We're not getting it. I thought we were. I got confused with the schedule. All right. Never mind then. Here's my question. Uh, Brandon, I'll start with you. Who do you like more, the Colts or the Titans? Uh, I thought they were playing next week, but it appears that they're not. So my bad there. Man, who do I like more, the Colts or the Titans? I asked this question because I literally do not know. Yeah, I don't either. <laughs> They're like they're just they're both so they're both just so like middle of the road, you know. Like who wins this division? I literally have zero clue. Uh, Colts. See, just, just I, because of their defense. See, I remember us going three weeks ago that matchup against the Packers. Right, they went into overtime. And we were like really impressed with how the Colts played. And now, three weeks later, I'm like, um, they feel exactly the same. 
Well, isn't that a good thing? Other they feel very than different to me. Well, they feel exactly the same, other than the Colts' defense being kind of the maybe the the one thing that puts them over the hump. But in terms of just pure play, I just I can't figure them out. Shane, what are your thoughts on which team is better, the Colts or the Titans? I like okay. Let's just break it down. I think Tennessee clearly has the better rushing game. That's not even a question. Better pass game is probably, probably the Colts after two weeks of absolutely slinging it. Yeah. I don't know. So that's the first thing that we don't know. I, I would say maybe the Colts. I, I would say Tennessee. Just because I feel like they have more threats. Mm-hmm. That's also fair. But it, I don't know. Because Rivers and Tannehill are about the same in terms of production to me or how good they are. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, they're very different players, obviously. But um, then defensively, you know, I feel like Indy has obviously the better front seven and then their secondary. You could probably go either way, to be honest. No, honestly, just give the whole defense of the Colts. <laughs> and that's probably what sets them over the edge. Yeah, because especially, I mean, like especially um, Tennessee's pass defense. Or their, well, their pass rush is, uh, is. Should be better. It should be better is what <laughs> I'll say about that. Yeah, I mean, they look like high school kids out there. Wouldn't go that far, but okay. Well, no, but um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, head-to-head. See, every head-to-head yeah, matchup, even, even in the head-to-head matchups, and I think they have been pretty much blowouts, it mm-hmm. didn't really sway my opinion that much. Weren't both of them national no. TV games? Like, they didn't well, really they, sway my opinion that much. Well, they've played each other once. twice. Oh, week, oh, they have. Week 10. Week 10, remember, that was the, that was yeah, the Tuesday no, game. That one. And then it was two weeks later. I thought they actually played in week 15, but I got con- – or, yeah, next week, but I got confused. So, my apologies there. So, they played – both games were national TV, that Tuesday one, and then the, the Thursday night or two weeks later – and even after those games, I still can't say definitive. In in those games, I thought they were pretty even, even though most of them, or I think both of them are pretty much blots. I can't remember the first one. I'm looking it up right now. Okay, yeah, the first one was 34-17 Indy. The second one was 45-26 Tennessee. When am I right? Was that the first uh, Tuesday game, or am I? Or no, that was against Buffalo. My bad. November twelfth. Yeah, that was, so on it was it. three weeks before. No, yeah. Never mind. That was uh, that was the Bills Tennessee game. I'm just stuck. Uh, at ultimately, this, at this very moment, I think Tennessee is. Just that much better. I think the Colts are that much better. However, that, that's understandable to be honest. Yeah, because I, like I, my thing with Indy is like, yeah, their defense is ranked great. However, 
if you look at who they've played, they have a lot of pretty weak offensive opponents. Um, look at the game up- today, though. They played the Raiders, which is a top five offense, and they got creamed. They scored 27. They, uh, well, Raiders that, did. That, yeah, like they got creamed. They got torched by Nelson Aguilar today. Yeah, so that, that's what I mean. Like they, or last week when they played Cleveland, who put up what 40, 45. So when they when they go up against good offenses, they look bad. <laughs> or sorry, that was Tennessee. Yeah. Um, but anyways, the, are you talking about the Jets? No, I'm talking about the Colts. Colts. Oh. Because uh, whenever they go up against, it feels like whenever they go up against good offenses, they don't look like a number one defense or even close. <laughs> So that's that's like that's my one concern with them. Whereas Tennessee, you know, it's like yeah, their defense isn't as great, but at least they kind of play at a consistent level. It's their offense that kind of goes up and down, but I don't know. I think I see what, what's their remaining schedule, do you know? Um let me look. Colts remaining schedule is Texans at Steelers, Jaguars. Okay. That's, that's the Colts. Bad. And then Titans, 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 Titans. Where is Tennessee? They're both nine and four, right? Yeah, pretty much, I think. Or is. Uh... I mean, it doesn't really matter. They're just basically neck and neck in the division. Yeah, they're nine and four. And then, um, and then the, the Titans schedule is Lions at Packers at Texans. Hmm. Yeah, neither of those are really that bad. Yeah. They're probably middle of the road schedules. I would say Indy has the slight advantage. But that uh, that's Brandon, tricky. Brandon, what are your overall thoughts on this conversation? Cause 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 you see how we're both kind of struggling with it. Yeah. I think I, I'm gonna. I want to give the advantage to the Colts because, as we've seen so often, the teams in the in in NFL with the better defense tend to do quite well. Mm-hmm. Like they just have the better. I don't know. Like unless it's Kansas City. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah. That it doesn't even matter, but yeah. True. But no, you are right though. Um, yeah. My my main we'll thing is I thought, you know, after the Packers played the Colts and we watched that game and we came in here and we said the Colts are definitively the best team in this division. And now three weeks later, I don't know. Well, you said that. I was like, eh, I don't know. Yeah. We'll see. And or at least I like, said. I at know. least we'll I see. said that I felt like it was definitive. <laughs> and now three weeks later, I'm like, it really isn't definitive at all. See, and this Shane, can go either way. You're too. You're too like cautious with your with your hot takes. You need to be like me and Robert, just throwing down the gauntlet left and right, and then Except being wrong, <laughs> and then being wrong, and then Brandon being right, basically. Yeah, you need to be like me, Shane. Just come in here, throw down the gauntlet, and then be right. Because See, then I, I only I only do then, a hot take when I know it's going to be right. Because then, like when, you're right, Shane, then when, Wentz, Shane, when you're right, Shane, because then when Shane, when you're when you're right, 
you get a gloat about it, and oh my god, it feels to get amazing. To bag. You get to bag on me. Well, yeah, but then if I if I get it wrong, I won't I won't hear anything but crap from you. So yeah. <laughs> Uh, let's move on to a coach who uh, crapped the bet on special teams today um, <laughs> with the L.A. Chargers. Um, okay, so this was the battle of two teams that cannot finish, obviously. That was fairly clear throughout the game. That's a good way to put it. But <laughs> the one thing that I hated more than anything else, and I was thinking about not not really touching this game, it wasn't really that interesting. These are two teams that are not going to make the playoffs. Yeah, they've both been eliminated, haven't they? They have both been eliminated. So I was like, okay, you know. But the one problem I had, so they have changed. So the Chargers, backtrack a bit. The Chargers have fired or have at least demoted, I think. I don't know exactly the, the specifics. Two of their special teams coordinators over the last, I don't know, five weeks. And then Anthony Lynn takes over the special teams duties. And right before halftime, there's like four seconds left on the clock. They don't have a timeout. And offensive players are running out of the field at, or, you know, to the sideline while, while special teamers are running in. And the offensive lineman for the, from the offense is still on the field. And it was just. I don't even know. It just back and forth. It was weird. Then they finished the half and that's it. They don't get the three points. That was it. And I'm sitting there going, what happened here? (laughs) I cannot, I cannot believe how much I have turned on Anthony Lynn. That was what the Chargers season is, is amazing quarterback play. And a coach that just cannot handle time management for his life. And it showed itself at the end of that first half. And that was kind of the one thing that stuck with me the most in this game, other than these two teams just cannot finish. Brandon, your thoughts on that particular play at half and sort of what the chargers are. You know, I was watching I was watching uh the pre-show for Sunday night football. Yeah. And they were saying that they felt like they they felt like both these teams in the <laughs> and the Chargers and the Falcons should both not be at the records they're at. Because of the quarterbacks. Like the quarterbacks are great. Yeah. The rest of the team just kind of sucks. Yeah. And so I Other think. Other than good receiving talent. But. Yeah. yeah. I th- well, they have Eckler back now. And, um, I think the main issue is they have a coach, a head coach who's just out of his depth. Um, I personally think Anthony Lynn, he's decent, um, but he's out of his depth and he's swimming upstream without a paddle. Um, and he, well, first of all, when he's doing special teams with having never done special teams before. Like, there's a lot of timing to special teams, you know? 
And that was clear at the end of that half. You gotta know when to send your guys out, when to not send your guys out, when to have them stay, when to have them go. Like it, it's it's not something that anybody can do. So that was clear. Um, yeah, I I was really excited about this Chargers team, especially when Herbert came in. I was like, okay, Anthony Lynn's got this, but the time management for the last three weeks has absolutely like made me kind of turn on him. And I, I don't know what, what his future is. We talked about last week, or I think two weeks before as well. It's, it's been so rough. Shane, what, what are your thoughts on how Anthony Lynn has kind of time managed in these last few weeks? Because it's, it's definitely been rough. Um, I mean, I never really liked him as a coach to begin with. <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, I mean, I, I think I think it's about time he uh, gets the boot because, I don't know, I don't think he's really, at this point, I don't think he's really contributing anything valuable to this team and their success. So, I don't know, I'd say move along with him but <clears throat> will they i don't know <laughs> i'll i'll tell you what internally i think they're ready i mean i would hope i am based on all the reports that i've seen it it seems like internally they are ready to move off him i'd like to see belichick there i know i said that once but god that would yeah. just be fascinating <laughs> it would be super interesting <laughs> what would belichick do to this team with a young quarterback like herbert well not he only well, for me, the interest is not only that, but just what he would do defensively, you know, because Belichick is a defensive guy, right? So, yeah. I mean, what is – how does he maybe turn that around? I think he um, would build the line. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and and, uh, and Herbert, too. I, I feel like they would have a, a good camaraderie because um, – you know, Herbert's just so like, all right, yeah, let's do it. Yeah, you know, just like puts his head down. All right, I'm ready, you know, and Belichick, he's, uh, he seemed very grouchy before, but um, now we're realizing that maybe he's not. Yeah, and we talking about, we talking about all this <laughs> stuff before. Uh, I, think I don't know. I, I think like Belichick is going to retire soon. I would no, agree probably, with that too. Probably. Yeah. I mean, he's. 16, yeah, I would agree with that too. Right. Yeah. It's like, what else does he really have to prove? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, if I if I'm in his shoes, it's like, you know, it's like, well, you know, I got a few more years. I put my time into to New England. This team's kind of, you know, having a downfall. I'm gonna go enjoy a few years in the sun, in the warm, and then kick back and retire. You know. <clears throat> See what I can do with a with a young upcoming franchise. I don't know. I could see him like you know what I could see happening. Huh. I could see him retiring from coaching, but because he's so obsessed with football, I could see him becoming like a I don't know. Tom Coughlin executive type. Executive type, yeah. Yeah. Maybe not like a GM, but like a someone who's good at scouting. I don't know. Yep. Yeah, I would say like the Tom Coughlin Jacksonville role when he yeah. was there. But does it better than Tom Coughlin did? Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Um, let's talk about some award races as we're talking about some of these games. 
I think I finally have figured out who my defensive player of the year is today. Um, and this will tie into the Seahawks uh, Jets game that was torturous, um, as expected. Adams. Jamal Adams, 8.5 sacks, most by a secondary player, I believe. Most, yeah. In, in NFL history. That's enough for me to put you in the conversation and probably put you at number one. Um, it's been ridiculous what he has done all year. There's not really much to write about with this game. It it didn't really do anything for me other yeah, than I, Robert, Jamal Adams. I will, Robert. I'm gonna stop you for a second, and I'm going to go back a couple weeks to what to something you go. said. Yep. <laughs> the Seattle Seahawks needed a blowout win to solidify themselves for you. Not this against the Jets. Win. This it da, 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 Robert. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Not against the Jets. I'm talking Robert, about Robert, a real Robert. team. You said the Steelers blew out the Jaguars. Well, yeah, but at least they're competitive. Oh at least God. they have a competitive roster. No. This Jets no, team does not have a competitive roster. Oh, my God. I would Robert, argue I... the Jaguars have a worse roster than the Jets. No, absolutely not. Robert, They've at least been Robert, competitive. I feel like I could. I the Jets like... almost beat the Raiders. They've been competitive. Yeah, I, Robert, I no, they have like... not. Other than that game. Ground... I feel like I'm in Groundhog's Day. Like, I feel like we go in circles. And every time so... we come back around, and I think I have you beat. You're like, well, actually. Well, here's my thing. I... I should have been more specific. My apologies there. But the Jets, I even said this going into the matchup. I was like, I don't care. Oh, my God. Because this is a Jets team. Well, at least for the past few weeks, because let's be honest, this schedule down the stretch is nothing to write home about other than probably Washington. Like, if they bought Washington next week with that defensive line, yeah, then I think we can talk about it. I think you're wrong. I think but just, I think the Jets want to admit the Seahawks out of no, no, but together. hang on, but hang on. The Jets, am I really gonna have a, a take about the Seahawks against the Jets? I mean, it's the I, Jets. I'll, I'll just say this, Robert. Jacksonville is one and twelve. Jets are zero and thirteen. They're not exactly that far off from each other. I would disagree with that because if you watch how Jacksonville, and not necessarily the last they few play weeks, like shit. No, I said, no, no, no. Well, hang on. No, no, no. I would say, yeah, the last few weeks, 100%. But, well, I guess probably instead of this other than the Steelers game, that team actually has some fight in them and actually plays really well. Uh, and they have some talent like, you know, uh, like James Robinson. I actually think that Jacksonville is a bit better, not that much better, but a bit better than their record would indicate. And if Doug Marone wasn't there and they had a better quarterback, they're in, they could potentially have five wins right now. And back me up here. I think they're better than the record indicates. I'm, I'm Jets, I'm not. <laughs> you what? I'm in the middle here. <laughs> How can you be in the middle? Like I think it's fair for him to be in the middle for this team. It's been weeks after yes, weeks did. after weeks that I've 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 reached every no, no, single no, no. caveat he's just, given me. Listen, just listen, honey. Okay, you got so when you <clears throat> here's the thing. I'm with you. Robert did say the blowout win. He wants to see the blowout win. And he didn't specify that the Jets didn't count. However, I'm with Robert because I agree the Jets don't really count. Are you fucking kidding me? 
because it's the Jets. I would say the same thing. If yeah, it was the but Jaguars. it's the Jaguars. See, that's the thing. That's that's the thing. I would say the same thing if it was the Jaguars. I that's probably Robert wouldn't. I probably wouldn't. This I probably would. <laughs> you, I swear, you're gonna like ever. I just, I just wasn't specific. But like, Robert, again, I, I swear came to into God, if we blow out, if we blow out, if we blow out the Washington football team, I am coming here and I am going to be so smarmy. It's not going to be funny. No, and no, no. If, if, if they if, admit. if they okay, here's the specific way I will say this: next week against Washington. They have to if, if it's just like a bunch of weird picks by by Dwayne Haskins, then no. I'm talking about that offense against that defensive line in specific. If that's the case, and they're not gonna blow them out. I swear you give they the probably Seahawks, will win by 14. I swear you like give the Seahawks the hardest like things things to to like I give a lot of teams a hard time. <laughs> I give the Chargers a hard time. I I, I'm now giving the Steelers a hard time, especially after the last few weeks. Like, but I'm, but it's the Jets. Like, you can't, you can't say like I spoke about this last week. The Jets are actively trying to lose. I'm not going to put any stock in this game whatsoever. The fact that they blew them out is cool, but it doesn't do anything. It just doesn't. It says it says a lot about the Raiders and their defense that the Jets. Got well, got thirty four on them. It did say a lot about that. But for any other team playing the Jets the rest of the season, are we really gonna sit here and say, "Oh, they blew them out by thirty four, and now we have a different view on them"? Really? But I have a question. It's kind of unrelated to them. But is Dwayne Haskins playing next week? Yes, probably. Hmm. Probably. Okay. I mean, that definitely changes things. But Alex Smith isn't necessarily, you know, hasn't necessarily been incredible. But well, I mean, I, I guess, it, yeah, like I guess it changes things. However, the main, I guess, area of the game that I at least will be looking at is, like you said, the CX offense versus Washington's defense, so. particularly defensive line, because that defensive right. line's been top, probably one to two in the league. I just I don't think I've ever seen such a bad team though. The Jets. The Jets. Yeah. Is this worse than the Owen sixteen Lions team? Or the Owen sixteen Browns? I mean, is this worse? Because it feels worse. They might be the worst because, like, I w- I watched maybe the first first quarter, and this Seahawks team, like, they're a good offense, but holy shit, they like cut through them like butter. Like Carson was getting a solid like fifteen yards of carry, like it felt like it. It, it I mean, it, he might not have in the pocket. Yeah, like he had one pick that was like him forcing it to DK, but that, that was, was a it. great play by the defense. Oh yeah, I mean the man he tipped it himself out physical DK and caught it like like that shouldn't have been an interception, right? I mean, so it also shouldn't have been thrown. It also shouldn't have been thrown to DK because he was like locked down. No. Oh, by the way, um, happy birthday, DK Metcalf. That was a yeah. fun. Um, but, I mean, really I don't know. It's not like Russell. Russell ended up with like four touchdowns and like a bajillion yards. So whatever. Forty percent off an Alaska Airlines flight. Yeah, exactly. Uh, have you heard about that? Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah. Um, I I will also say at least this one thing about the Seahawks that I found interesting. 
they came into that game against the Giants clearly not focused. At least that's what they were saying. And they came into this week going like, it's the Jets, but we need to be focused because we could play bad. You know, I, I think there are teams in the league that do that. They play teams like the Jets or the Giants in, in this case or some of these bottom teams, and they just kind of get complacent. And that might have been the case against the Giants, although it is too hard to tell since this is the Jets. But I understood that in this game because they were on a mission to blow them out. That felt very clear right from the beginning. Yeah, I don't I don't see them doing that again this year, not meaning that they're just going to, you know, win out. But I don't see them going into a game. After, after what happened with the Giants, I don't see them going into a game thinking – you know, thinking like, oh, yeah, you know, we got this, whatever. Yeah. Not being yeah. Focused. And that's kind of what I meant by, like, a trap game, you know, like a game that they're just, right. like, not, not like, thinking, like, football. Like, they, they it, it seems like from everything that has come out of, of the Seahawks camp is that that was the case. Um, I'm not yeah. sure exactly if that is true. We'll see, I think, against Washington. We'll see how true that it was. But, but. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I, I think my nomination right now stands Jamal Adams doing what he's done at that safety position, uh, defensive player of the year. No, he's um, overrated, according to everybody on Instagram. That's stupid. That's DK Metcalf. Uh, my apologies How for ranking him in the 40s in our yeah, wide receiver Robert. draft. Holy crap. <laughs> he's going to be top 10 drafted. Good you... Lord. Dude, but yet he's again, finally getting validated. target share. Holy smokes. He's getting target share. More target share than uh, than Tyler Lockett, and finally he's looking like the guy. We well, nobody, nobody can stop him. Like he's he's crazy. He looks like a linebacker playing wide receiver. Like it's crazy. No, like he's I mean, finally getting the target share for me to put him. Not even in the top twenty, probably in the top ten. That might be overstretching it, but at least right now, oh boy. Like I thought. I mean, I'll be because Brandon, you got him what eleventh? I think. I had him like I think I had him ten or eleven. Yeah, like I thought that was a little high, but when Robert was like, <laughs> I'm like 40. thirty-five or forty, I was like, what? <laughs> I had him thirty-nine. Thirty-nine, yeah. yeah. I was like, oh. Um, to be fair, did we draft AJ Brown? I don't think so. Dang. <laughs> <laughs> wow, he's gonna go into he's gonna vault himself into the top ten to fifteen. Jeez, it'll be a very different looking. Wide yeah, receiver. when we do that in the summer. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna be crazy. Michael Thomas, number one. <laughs> he's been yeah, right. he, dude. He's been you know it's funny. He's actually been been solid with Taysom Hill because he's the only guy he looks to. <laughs> he's the only guy Taysom looks to, which is amazing. Yeah, I mean that's basically his role anyway. Yeah. Um. All right, moving on to another award nomination. I'm struggling with – so I'm starting with Defensive Player of the Year still a little bit. Another one that I'm struggling with is Defensive Rookie of the Year. Chase Young made his case known today. He was phenomenal. I mean, I thought but, everybody just assumed that Chase Young was the obvious I think defensive. that's pretty easy. I mean, yeah. I like I, I mentioned Jeremy Chin as a pretty solid nominee a couple weeks ago. I think he has a solid chance um, for what he's done at the safety position in Carolina, basically being thrusted in there. But 
man, Chase Young. Chase Young is really a huge reason why that defensive line is playing like it is. But also Ron Rivera as well and sort of how he's coached this team. I know in the broadcast they were talking about how much he's preached accountability. Ron Rivera has truly brought a different culture to Washington. Uh, Shank, you can speak on that a little bit as well. Well, I think it's just, you know, <clears throat> considering that he is – I think it especially helps that he is a defensive coach. And you, you can tell that defensively, I think they're really locked in. You know, they got uh, – they've had one of the, I think, like top three pass defenses all year. And, and I don't even think their secondary is that good. Yeah, it's not uh, – I mean, there's, it's not amazing. Um, but, you know, that's just – I think that just goes to show – how he, you know, wherever he goes, it feels like he just has strong defenses. Not that that's always the case, but, you know, like in Carolina for a few years there, they were a top five defense. And I mean, who did they have? Luke Keekley. <laughs> I mean, like other than that, it was kind of, you know, just a couple names. Thomas Davis, better than that. Yeah. Um, you know, I think if they can uh, – I, I think now if they can figure out their offensive situation, um, you know, I, I think Antonio Gibson was doing pretty good for them, not out or not, not playing right now, unfortunately, but um, you know, I, I, I think they really just need a solid franchise quarterback and they will probably be in control of that division with New York, maybe depending on what happens with their quarterback situation too. <laughs> um, I mean, I think Daniel Jones is fine, but I don't know, he seems to be kind of hit or miss. Mm. So, yeah. yeah. You, know, you know, this is a good segue to Daniel Jones. Brandon, did you feel it was right for them to play him while he was still hobbled today? No. I was, like, very confused, actually, why they chose him, why they played him. Because, like, you you have someone who just won a game last week in your backup, and you don't want to – you want to bring back Daniel Jones right away. Who, might I add, one of the big things – one of the big things that they have been successful with this season is Daniel Jones rushing the ball. That's the name hobbled, of his game. When he's hobbled, you just take away 90% of his game. It showed today for sure. Yeah. Because, I mean, he's um, – I never considered him like a dual-threat quarterback, really. <laughs> but then this year we've – kind of seen that he's actually really fast so um yeah i mean i think that's a big big factor for him and for the team in general especially since they don't have saquon so um although uh uh, what's his name morris wasn't bad and 
who's their Wayne uh, Gallman's been nice as the running back this year. Too. Yeah, been, yeah nice they were good today, but um, you know, their running backs haven't been bad all season, but today it, it was brutal all around. Yeah. And with Arizona, same problem as always. Can't really do anything in the red zone offensively. I don't know if we specifically talked about how bad they are in the red zone, but God, are they terrible. <laughs> I thought the commentators were saying they're like, they have like one of the top three red zone conversion rates. Well, it didn't look like it today. It was bad. Or is it bottom three? I think it was bottom three. It has to be. That was brutal today. <laughs> Finally. Uh, before we go, I have a question that I don't really have the answer to right now, unfortunately. And we haven't really talked about it too much on the show, but since we're in week 14, I think it is the proper time to start having this conversation. Who's your NFL MVP? Brandon, do you well, have an I know, answer? I know who Brandon's going to say. <laughs> I, I don't know. I want to say Russell, but, like, I can only hope he gets one vote. I, it's such – I don't know. It's definitely not Josh Allen. Mm, he's in the nomination list for me. Actually, I guess, well, to be... He, he's a, like, who's in the nomination list? To be, okay, so my nomination list is... I have five is, nominees. Uh, yeah. I, uh, uh, my and nominees, not just quarterbacks, by the way. Not just quarterbacks. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, Can't have just quarterbacks I mean, on the nomination you, list. Here are my five. I have... Let me think about it. Can I go first? Yeah, you go first. Go first. I got... I got Mahomes. I got Russell... I got DK. That's an interesting MVP nomination. <laughs> I got DK. It's actually super I, interesting. I legit think DK could re- hypothetically be on an MVP nomination. Look at the man. Someone he, could. He, Someone he, could he vote is, him. He is, he is like not not saying he is gonna win or he would be voted, but I mean, I he, wouldn't be surprised if he gets a vote. He, it would is, it would shock me, but I wouldn't be surprised. It'd be hilarious if he got a vote and Russell didn't get a vote. Um, <laughs> Russell's like, you gotta be fucking kidding me. Uh, excuse my language. But, um, they have Mahomes, Wilson. I agree with yeah. those. So, and then, so Mahomes, Wilson, DK. I guess Josh Allen. I would put Allen really, on this list. He really is kind of carrying know. that team. Uh, Derrick Henry, Aaron Rodgers? Yeah, yep, no, those not, are my other two. Uh, yeah, I guess Derrick Henry. Because he's, like, the best running back in the league right now. And also, like, the only good thing going for the Titans. Is there uh, is there a reason I to say that a quarterback say... shouldn't win the award this year? I mean, because, Like, is, is there, I, is, well, is there a succinct the case that a quarterback Patrick shouldn't win Mahomes, the award? Patrick, Patrick Mahomes is not the – out of those five – you know who I would give my vote to? Derrick Henry. Because he is the most mvp player out of those five. You know why? Because the be- most valuable player. It is the most valuable player on a team. It's the player that if you took that player away, that team automatically sucks. You take Derrick Henry away from the Titans, that team becomes way worse. 
you could probably say the same for for anyone else on this list. Probably no, other than DK. Here's the thing. Mahomes here's the thing. leaving would be bad. You could put you. Here's the difference, though. You could swap like Russell to the. You could swap like Russell to the Chiefs. You could swap Mahomes to the Seahawks. You could swap Rodgers to the Chiefs or the Seahawks. You can do that with all a lot three, of top all quarterbacks. All three of those teams are, or the Bills or whatever. All the all four of those teams, they're still good. You know, I would want to give the award to Derrick Henry, but again, that's part of the problem. Is this is a quarterback award? It will always be a quarterback award. Adrian Peterson. Sean Other Peterson. than AP, but AP had like Allison. a historical year. Same with LT. Has a defensive player ever won it? I might have been forever. Did Jay Watt win an MVP? No, he almost did. In 2014, I think. He, he was. Oh, that's right. He Aaron, Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers got first, and then JJ uh, Watt was. JJ Watt had an insane year that year, and I remember thinking that he should. What was it, 22 and a half sacks or something yeah, stupid something like that, that year? Yeah. Except JJ did win number one. And uh, he got he got defensive, defensive player, yeah. But, but who's going defensive player this year? Chase Young. No, I'm talking about no, really overall. Oh, overall, I would say either. Hey, but I said Jamal Adams. I guess on the NFC side, yeah, it'd probably Jamal. be Jamal. I think well, he's I would, overall. I would say him. Why? Uh, but realistically, knowing. <laughs> Knowing Media. how this works out, it'll yeah. probably be Aaron Donald or TJ Watt. I would guess. So boring. Yeah. I but. I just think I just think what Adams is doing at the safety spot is just so unheard of I mean, that like, you have to give him right because like here's the thing with Adams like the man we we boast about him all the time on this show because he's like legitimately to me is the most interesting defensive player to watch. He's like, the most he, jack of all trades guy, but the teleports. simple fact that he's getting the fact that he's getting sacks at the safety spot right. at the rate that he is 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 like I mean, historically ungodly. Well, the thing is, he he should have he should have had another he should have had two sacks today, not just one. Yeah, he, he's gonna like, get more. He's gonna finish with like yeah. 12, 13 sacks, this and year. he nearly got an interception today. He should have gotten one. Yeah, that, that was, was gonna be a pick six if he caught that. Um, right now I give Mahomes my number one and then Henry, my number two at MVP, but, but here's the thing, but here's the thing with Mahomes too. I, I feel like based on the fact that Mahomes got the MVP, you know what, when did he get the MVP? What year was, was that, was that two years? That was two years ago. 18. No, Lamar got it last year. So, so remember the year in eight. So, so the two previous MVPs, the years that they had were just ridiculous, Mahomes and Jackson. But there's no quarterback that's going to have that massive statistical year this year, right? I mean, Russell was I, on track too. Yeah, Russell right. was on track too, but, and then he like fell off. But he he could still he still has three games. He could still put up like big numbers in these last couple games, and people could be like, okay, he fell off in one or two games. Like, well, it yeah. would be like I guess three, but either way. I, I give it so so this is what's been interesting about the MVP race. Like Aaron Rodgers was up a couple weeks ago. I probably say Mahomes is the betting favorite right now. But it's not like a normal MVP race. It's not what yeah. we've had the past couple of years where there's just one guy by week thirteen, week fourteen. Well, I would say there's like four like right now that would be top that top top four in terms of like the actual thinking would be 
Mahomes, Rodgers, Wilson, uh, Allen, probably. And then Henry there as well, yeah. probably. Allen's going to get some votes. I just hope Russell gets some votes. He should. Like, I don't even need him to win. I just, just need him to get a get vote. Get some damn votes. Like, thank you, Chris Collinsworth, for not being allowed because he would have <laughs> given the vote to him. But he deserves to vote to get a vote. Like, yeah. Uh, but like, interesting thing, Russell's like one of the only. I don't even think Russell cares if he gets a vote. Now, I will say this: Derrick Henry is on track to finish the season with 1,900 rushing yards. Which is only a hundred shy of AP's two thousand when he won. Two thousand twelve year, yeah. I don't see, know. See that that's what makes it interesting is if 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 this isn't if if we're operating under the idea that the media core that votes on the MVP is willing to stop making a quarterback award for this year, then yeah, I say Derrick Henry and seventeen touchdowns. Right. But the but fact like, of the matter is, the media is not going to do that. Yeah. They're just not. It, sh- but like that's the thing. It's it, it's a, the MVP. It's not just like oh, it's not like fucking right. But the MVP, even in the NBA, we've had these conversations multiple times. Like my my voting for the MVP in basketball is a little bit different because I do operate more on who is the most valuable player. But in the NFL, it's about who is the best player at the quarterback position. It seems. From the media perspective. Shane, what is your answer? Who's your MVP vote right now? Mm -hmm. You know, I would say that... um, I would say I want uh, the the hawk in me would uh, would want Russell to win. However, um, the mat, the uh, the the MVP curse is a thing. So, uh, I'll get <laughs> the MVP vote curse is a thing. That's what it is. Yeah. No. Um, no. It, it, all jokes aside, though. I, honestly, I just, I would like to see Henry get it. I really would, um, because I agree with Brandon that without him, Tennessee would be trash. <laughs> More so than any of the other four guys that we have nominated or that we are thinking about, because you know, like you said, you could you could trade some of those guys around, and it, you know, it'd still work out all right. But if you, there's no running back in the NFL that could replace Derrick Henry and do what he is doing for that team. So yeah. See, yeah. I want and, – and hopefully by the end of the year, this might change. The conversation may be like Derrick Henry is the front runner. That could change. But my claim is I'm with you guys. The problem is right now as it stands, the media is not thinking in that way. The overall Probably media not. core is voting for the MVP is not thinking in that form. So that's why I have to give Mahomes the vote there. You know who has the third most amount of rushing touchdowns in the entire NFL? Who? It's not even a running back. Cam Newton. <laughs> not no surprises there. I find that bizarre, but well, he's yeah. always he's always getting those uh, those rushes all the way, um, or you know, with that one yard rush for a touchdown. Yeah, <laughs> jumping over the line every game, basically at this point. Huh. 
Yeah, it's, this is going to be an interesting last few weeks here for the NFL. Anything could – it still feels very much like anything could happen. Except for the Chiefs. Well, well yeah, yeah. But <laughs> – yeah. Even after uh, that Dolphins performance today. Yeah. I'm excited to say the least. Yeah. But until then, we've got basketball to draft. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. We're doing the fantasy basketball draft next week. It seems like that's going to be Sunday or excuse me, Saturday, Saturday at seven. At, yeah. As it stands right now, I'll probably confirm that um, Monday or Tuesday. Right? Yes, we are. We're going to be recording that on Zoom. Hopefully, a good portion of uh, of the guys in our league will join us uh, on get, the Zoom call. Get, uh, get Paul and David in there. Yeah, for sure, for sure. So um, we'll try to – we'll see who comes in, we're, but uh, we're, we're definitely getting ready for some fantasy basketball uh, as fantasy football is winding down. As it stands right now, it seems like if we're going to do that show on Saturday, which I, I think 99% sure we will, we're not going to do a show on Sunday. So most likely you'll see the draft come out on Tuesday – of of the this following week um and then we'll be back to our regular schedule by that point um so that's what my thinking is at this time also um we will post our schedule or our standings for the nba where do we think the standings will line up um we'll post that on our social medias uh probably uh by monday of uh next week so that's gonna be super interesting as well uh, for all of you to check out. So uh, that's sort of the game plan. Very excited for the draft. Um, moving on from football to basketball for some of us, some of us still in the playoffs um, in our football league. So that should be very interesting as well. Um, oh, by the way, who are your guys' uh, MVPs for, for fantasy this week um, for the playoffs? Let's see. Uh, I mean, Um, let's see. And for the playoffs really quick, we, so we're doing two week matchups. So it's basically one big week of two matchups. I am up, um, 150.06 to 118.22 against Shane. And then Matthew, Maddie V as it currently stands is up 157.52 over Paul's team, 86.02. Um, that's as it stands right now in the playoffs. Obviously, we have another week to go in this uh, semifinal matchup. Um, all right, so who are your MVPs, guys? Uh, I'll go Jonathan Taylor. Ooh, nice pick. He had a really good day today. Finally kind of once again solidified himself in that Indianapolis backfield. Um, let's see. What am I doing here? But oh, I'm, I'm gonna go with Travis Kelsey. Oh, good call. Yeah, 27. 30, he had a close to 30 point game. So, uh, let's see. I'm not gonna pick the obvious and pick Derrick Henry. Well, we've already picked him a couple multiple times, times. He's he's probably in the running for fantasy MVP at this point for the whole season. Uh, I'm gonna go T.Y. Hilton coming off as a waiver wire ad this week. 25. Point six points. Um, I imagine it helped a lot of teams in the consolation bracket or on their bench more than anything else, um, unfortunately. But um, yeah, 
so that's sort of our MVPs for the playoff week. We'll keep you guys all updated on how those playoffs are going as well as the basketball league. So we'll see you all on Saturday for the basketball draft. And, and that will be up probably Monday or Tuesday morning of the following week. Um, so that's going to be great. Uh, very excited for that. So we will see you all then. Have a great week, everybody. See ya.